let's face it, MSPs have no clue how to sell. 90% of them, they have no idea how to go in and talk to a customer. So the first thing I tell them is, stop talking tech. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Cyber attacks are unexpected, but what can be expected is how our next guest shows up. Matthew Koenig is Vice President of Channel Sales at Nowhere by IGI Cyber Labs. He's a 20-year vet within this sector, and he's passionate. And you're going to hear this passion from our conversation today about positioning and selling cybersecurity for MSPs. We don't have to be afraid of having that cybersecurity protection talk. We don't have to shy away from identifying vulnerabilities in our organization. But we can be excited that if we get the right solution, and have the right partner that we could bring in the best solution and resources to protect our organization. Matthew, welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to have you. How are you today? I am great. Thanks for having me here. I am excited to be here. It is my last podcast of the year. So <laughs> I'm excited to be here and get to do this and wrap things up for the year. Awesome. Matthew, it's been a joy getting to know you from the last few conferences, just seeing you in the sector, reading about the work that you're doing, hearing about the work that you're doing. But for our listening audience out here, give us a brief overview of your leadership journey and what took you to nowhere. So actually, I started at Rapid Fire Tools. I got a call one day. My background was in enterprise sales, selling to large corporations and stuff like that. And uh, I was between gigs and hanging out and doing some consulting. And I get a call, hey, what would you think about working for a company that does assessments? And I was like, oh, I could have used that for several years where I was at. I'm like, sure, let's talk. So I became their first sales manager. And as we progressed, I put in place the account management staff, the acquisition staff, helped start the onboarding team, pre-sales engineering, all of that, by the time we were done, reported up to me. And I also started speaking. Funny story. Uh, Mark Winter, who was my boss, I'm doing some training for the reps one day, comes in and goes, you can speak. Like, yeah, well, I, great. What do you mean? He's like, you're on a plane next week to Chartech, and here's your presentation. <laughs> so... On the road, I went and uh, I started doing what? About 40 shows a year while building the sales team out and everything like that. It was an absolute blast. So that's kind of how I got into the channel. And uh, from there, it's just taken off. I started learning about cybersecurity, how to sell it, how to position things properly to help MSPs gain traction with their accounts. Loved it once Kaseya purchased us. I decided it was time to move on and uh, worked for several companies since then. Did a bunch of consulting work with several MSPs about sales, marketing, operations. And then uh, Nodeware called me one day. I, I was in between gigs again. And I had like three clients and they called and said, hey, I want to go to the channel. I thought you were in the channel. We're sort of in the channel. So we talked and I love challenges. I love bringing companies into the channel or expanding it. And uh, when they told me I had carte blanche to do what I needed to do, I was like, send me my contract. Let's do this thing. Plus, here's the big thing right now. I'm 55. And the only reason I say that is I've been doing it a while. I don't have to take a gig where I don't believe in it anymore, right? I don't have to take a gig where I'm not excited about the product, where I'm not excited about working with the people. You know, I can do fine on my own. I was just so excited about what this company was doing. I had to jump in. This is Danny, and I, I really see your joy in your face, and I wish our audience could see it as well. And I hear your passion. Uh, like you and myself, we both have enterprise backgrounds. And one of the things I tell people, this is really 
what I think is needed for this space. And why I say it's important because you understand how to sell to large organizations, but you understand that to win these large opportunities, you have to understand the whole process along the way, develop the process. Sometimes when we deal with small business or small clients, we just don't have a process. We just call them up. They don't like it going to the next one. We forget that there's a methodology, there's a process, there's a reason, there's a value add, and you put all that together, it can actually be an enjoyable conversation with small businesses and helping them to actually have what they need in order to thrive. And so I love the fact that I went from an enterprise uh, where I was 80 million dollar a year uh quota that i had and then i went to a larger company had a 250 million dollar quota down to man if i just hit a million dollars a a couple years ago i was doing well right so it's a big difference going from a large to a small but one thing you can't take out is the passion to be able to build something up and even talking about traveling and going to all the different shows and speaking so with your extensive background and the fact that you've been in this industry now, you understand the industry, you've seen it evolve. And that's the key thing. Sometimes we get into this industry, we're new. We're like, oh, cybersecurity, that's brand new. No, it's been around for a long time. It's just that we as more mature professionals have seen it evolve. Why is it crucial for businesses to adopt a proactive and a reactive methodology when it comes to cybersecurity today more than ever before? Oh, I mean, it, that's a great question. And one of the things that I see all the time is the fact that people will react to a breach, right? Something happened. Oh, my God. Let me see if I can fix it. And the reality is there are so many tools out there today that will help diagnose what's going on, allow you to go in and fix things that could possibly be problems before they become problems. And to be perfectly honest, and those that know me know I'm pretty blunt, I don't understand the mindset of hanging out and hoping I can fix something when something happens versus the ability to look at something and go, oh, well, that could be a problem. Let me fix that now. And I always liken it to going to the doctor, right? I go to the doctor. He looks at me, says, look, your dad had five heart attacks. I see some blood markers in you that I'm not so sure about. So I want you to diet this way. I want you to exercise this way. I want you to take this pill, et cetera, et cetera. So we're not guaranteeing I won't have a heart attack, but what we are guaranteeing is we're gonna do everything we can to prevent that. Versus I have the heart attack. Hopefully the ambulance gets me to the hospital. Hopefully the doctor's able to save me. Hopefully after that, I do what they tell me. Why would you wanna wait till having the heart attack when you could do everything you can to prevent it now. I, I don't understand the mindset and it drives me crazy. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, Finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, 
Fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve their public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. Matthew, this is David. And one thing I will share with our listening audience, they will pick up quickly that you're not just able to speak in a way that most individuals, most professionals in the tech sector will be able to say, I understand that. But you can actually relate and correlate the importance and the urgency of what they need to do to the average business owner, the ones that may not understand the background, understand how they might be attacked, understand why they might be vulnerable. You talked about, look at the scenario of going to a hospital. Look at the scenario of looking at past history. Look at the scenario of what may be running in your own DNA. You know, There are things there that you can understand. So I love that. So we're talking about positioning the right story. We're talking about using the right examples for them to see the threat landscape. How do you help MSPs to understand that? Because for a lot of MSPs, we see that vendors are pushing for them to understand that not only could they sell their products this way, but let's add another S to that. But they're not really security providers. They, they're not really designed that way. They're not large enough. And so their best solution would be to partner with organizations that do that. But how do you help the average MSP professional to say, if I'm going to talk about a cybersecurity deck, how do I position my company or how do I position myself to do that other than saying, let's partner with another company in this space? Well, that's a great question. It's something that I teach literally all over the world on a regular basis because let's face it, MSPs have no clue how to sell. 90% of them, they have no idea how to go in and talk to a customer. So the first thing I tell them is stop talking tech. Nobody gives a shit. The owner of a small business doesn't understand a word you're saying. So you going in and talking about all the problems that they have, well, first of all, they don't understand. So in their head, they're getting onto their next thing, thinking about the email they're gonna write and they're not paying attention to you. Second thing is you're possibly scaring them. And it used to be FUD, right? Everybody said, oh, use FUD, use FUD. I don't know about anybody else, but I've never bought into that. And here's why. I know if you scare the crap out of me, what I do is stop because I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't get scared and go, oh my God, I must do this. I get scared and go, okay, I'm done. I'm not moving till I know it's the absolute right. So, you know, one of the biggest things they can do is ask questions and going back, actually having a sales methodology, but we're not going to have time to go through that today. But the reality is ask questions. What's bothering you? You know, one of the questions that I always talk about, and MSPs look at me like I'm crazy, is why me, why now? Why, why are you, even if I called you, why are you meeting with me? What's the reason? And then shut up and listen. And then from there, put them in their own head, right? Small business owner don't want to hear about a breach at Target and Home Depot. It's not relatable. What is relatable is to say, Hey, Mr. Customer, what would it look like to you if, and make it about their company, how would it feel if this happened? And shut up, because now you're putting them in their own headspace about their own company. 
And the other thing is tell stories. Last time I checked, everybody had a favorite movie. Everybody had a favorite author. Everybody had a favorite TV show. And if you can't recite your favorite lines, then you're dead and you're lying. Okay? It's just not it. If I had a dime for every time someone quoted The Office or something, I'd be a millionaire. So people get caught up on, well, I don't have a story. Well, here's a concept. If you go to conferences, there might be a thousand of your friends that you can talk to because it doesn't have to be your story. It just has to be a story about a business that's relative to what they're doing. And I don't mean has to be insurance to insurance, just a size, just a concept, just talk to them about something that happened. Just And don't say it in a scary way. Just say, hey, you know what? That reminds me of blah, 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 blah. Again, put them in their own headspace. I, I, again, I know MSPs don't know how to sell, but I don't understand why they don't, in some cases, invest the time, the effort, and the energy to learn or ask or put in place a basic sales methodology that's repeatable and works every time. So I, I, I give this away for free. One of the things that I always teach is if you go into a customer and after you've done everything, talked about everything, understood their needs, understood their problems, if you look at them and say, okay, we've seen this before, let me explain how I go about this. Step one, we've done it. We've done a discovery call so I could understand what your issues are and what's going on and what you need. Step two, I'm going to do an assessment. The reason I do an assessment is because without that, I can't verify exactly what's going on. When I get those results, I'm going to come back to you and I'm going to take those results and I'm going to match them against the problems that you were having if they match up to show you that you are 100% correct and here's why in plain English, this is happening. From there, I'm gonna, you get the idea, how many MSPs take the time to go through the process of what they do each time to take care of their customers and make sure that they're taken care of and happy. I got news for you, if you do that, I don't know about you guys, but that makes me feel like they get it. They've done it before. They get exactly what they're doing. They get exactly what they need. I am comfortable as hell with this now. Especially if another MSP, even if they do the same things, come and don't talk about it, I win. This is Danny. And I want to tell you that this is so crucial. Just having this frank conversation. So many times, if you just sat down and explained to the client using their lingo so they understand and explain the steps that you're taking, that you're going to discover so much about the client. You're going to get the client to want to trust you more. You're going to close that gap of trust, lack of trust. You're going to close that gap. You're going to build the rapport and they're going to tell you that I appreciate you and I'm going to want to work with you. And so many times that's missing. We pick up the phone, we make a cold call, we try to get somebody to buy our product. We go send a flyer to a small business customer thinking that they're going to work with us. No, sit down and explain what you're doing. Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. And I guarantee by just having that conversation with the client, you're not going to have to worry as much about price than if you did it the other way around, which is here's my cost. Here's what I'm going to do. When you do that, you can actually increase their price because you showed more value and you actually have more margin, which is very important. I'm going to let our audience know today, if you're a Microsoft partner, we have an auxiliary coming up in January. 300 scholarships are given out by Microsoft to go through our sales training program for MSPs. If you want to learn how to sell, you want to learn how to have conversations with your clients, and you want to learn how to tell a story like Matthew is saying, this is what you need to do. And this is this is just key wisdom points right here. If you're an MSP and you're listening, understand this. We're not telling you you're not great technically. You are amazing technically. That's the reason why you have your own company. What you need help on is how to make it relatable to your client. Can you speak their language? It's, you're not going to go sit down with a, a five-year-old and say, Dad, look, at there's a rainbow in the sky. And you're going to talk about prisms. You're going to talk about the different wavelengths of colors and how every color has a different wavelength. And that's the reason why in the sky you see all the different colors of the rainbow. The kid's going to look at you like, I just asked about the rainbow, Dad. I don't understand this physics and all this stuff you're talking about. I just want to talk about the rainbow. 
So just make it personal so that your client knows you're talking to them. And guess what? They're going to love talking to you. Now, Matthew, great thought process. I love how you're breaking it down. You just make it really simple. I want to hear a success story. You broke it down. You made it to where MSPs are having a conversation with the clients because they're talking to the clients. So you're telling them to talk to the clients. You're making it personal. You're asking great questions. You're telling a story. So without telling the, the client's name and their customer's name and all that, tell us a little success story about the, a, a partner that has worked with you and your organization, how they're able to actually help their clients at the end of the day. Sure. It was uh, it was fantastic. It was back at Rapid Fire Tools. I mean, I've got some from Nodeware also, but this was the best. So Rapid Fire Tools, I used to teach how you could use the assessment tools to get into a customer, like we talked about, show them what's going on in proper language, and you know, get them to move forward with you. So I did a lot of training on this because my thing is even today, look, I want you to buy my product, but I really don't care. What I want to do is I want to educate you so you can go out and sell stuff. And if my product makes sense for you, great, you'll come back to me. So I taught this guy how to do it. And, uh, you know, I always explain with the assessment, it's not theirs. It's your assessment. You do not leave that with anybody unless they pay for it. That is your work you've done. So this guy comes back to me and I see him, I think it was Chartech couple months later, he comes up to me and he is so excited. I mean, he is bouncing and he's like, you'll never believe this. I'm like, okay, tell me, tell me. He pulls out a check out of his wallet. He didn't even cash the check for $3,000. I'm like, what's that? He goes, this is for them buying the assessment. I said, you're kidding me. He goes, no. I said, that's awesome. You rock. He goes, but it gets better. They said, we want to buy the assessment. I threw out a number thinking they were going to say no. They bought the assessment. Two weeks later, they called me back and said, okay, how much is it going to cost for you to come in and fix everything? Because we really like the way you went about this. And we really think your assessment was spot on. So not only did he get $3,000 for the assessment, he estimated it was like $25,000 worth of work that he got to do... He was, of course, my biggest cheerleader after that, telling everybody, you got to come talk to him. Listen to what he's telling you to do. Listen to whatever. And, and the good news is I've had success stories like that everywhere I've been. Because again, what I'll say as a vendor, if you're listening, teach people, work with people. Don't try to sell your product. If they like you and your product fits what they're doing, they will buy your product but add value. That's how I've created so many friendships. And I got news for you. I've gone companies to companies where I've had MSPs follow me because we have great relationships. They know I won't sell them something they don't need. As a matter of fact, I've told people, you know what? You don't need this right now. Don't buy it. And they're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, come buy it at this point because you've got to treat everybody the way you'd want to be treated. And you got to treat everybody. It, it's a big industry, but it's a small community. Do the right things. Teach people, work with people, and everybody succeeds in the end. And one of the other things I'll tell you that I forgot earlier is, here's the other thing as, a, as an MSP. Sometimes it's better not to sell anything. And what I mean by that is, I'm not even talking about walking away. I'm talking about Stop trying to break out your security package and talk to someone about everything that's in it. It goes back to they don't care. You have a set of tools. Your set of tools are to protect them. Talk about protecting them. Don't try to break down. They don't understand and they don't care. Matthew, this is David. And I'm glad you said that because we could be tempted to want to just throw all our cards on the table. Every solution we have. No, does it meet my need? Does it meet my price? And am I able to go forward with this? And that's what they want to know. And in so many ways, if you build the right relationship, they're going to sell themselves. They're going to say, hey, I read this or I saw this or that email you sent me. 
got me thinking about that. Should I start thinking this way too? And that helps. I, w- I want to ask you something from someone who's been on both sides of, of the house, so to speak, when it comes to this sector that we're in. I, I want to ask you about direct versus channel sales and what that's like in terms of one side of the house versus the other. Because for so many people, they might be listening to this program and say, hey, I know exactly what it's like to just be my own representative of my company. I'm out here talking about what we could do, our latest great, greatest feeds and feeds, and you're selling directly to the client versus leveraging partnerships and selling through that arena. Talk about the difference, what that's like to have that strong presence within the channel and you're working through partnerships versus the unique side of just selling directly. So selling directly in my world, especially in the enterprise space, and you guys know this evidently, there are so many different stakeholders and there's so many people you need to have involved and you need to understand what each of their desires are and each of their red flags are and you got to somehow stitch it all together and it's a long process and you know it's like a big jigsaw puzzle that you're constantly working on the one thing about enterprise sales that's great is if you get good at it and you understand it you can make a lot of money but it's long sales cycles And if you don't have the stomach for it, and if you don't want to be on 7 by 24, and if you don't want to answer the same questions over and over, and if you don't want to have to play intermediary with the CFO and let's say the CIO to help them get together on a particular item, you're going to fail miserably. So it's hard. It takes a lot of energy. Now, the flip side of that is selling in the channel. Now you're dealing with small business owners, right? who it's their money, it's their company, it's their ego. And I mean that in a good way. They built businesses. I haven't built a business, right? But now you're taking them and trying to change the way they think in order for them to go. The argument I have all the time is that someone says, I'm going to go sell Nodeware before I buy it. And I tell them point blank, no, you're not. What do you mean? I'm like, you're never going to sell... I have a bet, and I'll put it out here to all the MSPs. If you go to an SMB client that doesn't have any IT staff, and you go in and you sell Nodeware, not what we do. You sell Nodeware like I'd sell you a Chevrolet. I got $500 in cash to give you. Because the reality is nobody cares. What your differential is, is how you're able to secure them And that's the hardest part, I think, to get across to MSP owners, which is stop trying to sell things that they don't care about. Sell the service. Sell the outcome. Stop trying to go, well, I have a cheaper this. And I have a, look, as soon as you have to start selling on price, it's time to walk away. I'm sorry. Same thing in enterprise sales. As soon as you start having to completely sell on price, You've tripped and fallen somewhere along the way, and it's the time to back up and start again. If you do it right, it should never be a price conversation on either side. It should be a trust conversation. It should be, you know what? Based on who you are, I'm willing to pay a little bit more because I trust you. I feel comfortable with you. And I think that's the same on the vendor side, right? Whether you pick Nodeware or one of our competitors, the question is, Yes, does the software meet my needs? That's great. But more importantly, can I work with you? Can I trust you? Will you help me when I need it? Are you going to be there when I need your help? Or are you just going to sell me something and walk away? Excellent job, and I appreciate that. Uh, One of the things that we are learning every single day is the value that is added by just simply asking a better question. And not just asking a better question, an open-ended question to where you're getting some feedback, you're building rapport, you're collecting the data that you need to have another conversation. And by adding all that value, then you're able to get the client to say, tell me more. And that's all we want. Sometimes, as you said, we're not. don't try to sell. Don't open up your whole bag. You want to have a conversation with your client where they turn their head sideways, they lean in, they say, tell me more. And I love that. And when I have, we, we foster dogs in our household. And... I don't know what it is, but bacon is like the universal language for dogs. And as soon as they hear bacon, man, they come up to you, they sit down, they look at you, and they keep turning their head sideways, back and forth. And, and I was like, what, are you trying to give me your good ear? Or what are you doing? 
They're waiting for that word. They're waiting for that word to get the bacon. And so I want to encourage our audience out there today. Stop trying to just sell. Ask better questions, better open-ended questions so that your client can turn their head sideways and say, tell me more. And that's really what you want to do, that conversation that you're going to have. Now, let's go back to nowhere, Matthew. And you brought up something before that it's not always about what you have in the package. It's really about understanding the client and then giving them exactly what they need. But Nodeware has done something incredible. And Dave's going to talk about it when he comes up to the pitch IT competition. However, for our audience who don't know Nodeware, tell us a little bit about Nodeware. And then as the head of sales and, and the one who's putting together the strategy, what is the strategic growth and strategic direction for Nodeware uh, over the next couple of years? Sure. So Nodeware is unique. It does vulnerability scanning. And the first thing I'll say is that's all we're focused on. We don't want to be too many things. To, there's a lot of software out there that does have vulnerability scanning in it, but it also has this and it also has this and it also has this. And half the time, you don't need all of that. So it's harder to use. The second thing I'll say is we offer something called continuous vulnerability scanning, both internal and external. All that means is that it's running seven by 24 in the background and we figured out a way where there's no network degradation. Won't even know that it's going on. But here's the critical thing without going into all the details. Your information is never more than 24 hours old. Why is that a big deal? Well, because when there's a critical vulnerability, that's defined as something that has been used to cause bad stuff to happen somewhere in the world. Therefore, when a critical vulnerability pops up, would you rather know about it within 24 hours to jump on it? Or would you rather know about it 30 days later or 90 days later, where now you're wondering if someone's already exploited it? Also think about the value in both if someone has to meet a compliance framework, okay, or insurance companies. And I'll, I'll put the disclaimer that says, this is not usual da -da 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 results. But I have a two MSPs come to me and tell me that they explain continuous vulnerability scanning to their client's insurance company. And they actually got discounts because the insurance company said, oh, wait a second, you'll know about these immediately? Yes, that's better than anything I've heard. Okay, rock on. As I said, it's only happened two times that I know of. So it's not normal. I'm not telling you you're gonna get a discount. What I am telling you though, is that people are looking at this and going, wow, so I can keep my customers safer, quicker, and easier than I can with the competitive products. And don't get me started. I could talk about every competitor and what our difference. I do it all the time. But let's just say what we have is extremely unique. And the industry is actually coming to us more than we're going to it right now based on what we do. Matthew, this is David. That's fantastic. I, I want to go ahead and transition into something that for Dan and I, we've been very encouraged by our partnership with ConnectWise. The last couple of years, we've supported the Pitch It competition. We've been able to go and provide some training on public speaking skills. And for you, you've been on many stages. You know the importance of getting on stage and conveying a message with clarity, with passion, and getting the audience to want to know more about what you do and why you're presenting to them. IT Nation 2023, Orlando, Florida, you were a finalist. Congratulations, by the way, first of all, for being a Pitch It finalist. And Pitch It by ConnectWise is a 16-week accelerator program. It, they created it to serve as a growth incubator, to help support startups, to help to be able to say, how do we position them within the MSP space? And of course, hint, hint, we'd love to be able to get you to work through us and with us. But talk about your experience being a part of this program, getting on that stage. Talk about the pitch at competition overall for you and Nodeware. Sure. You know, the pitch at competition was fantastic. And look, I've been doing this a long time. So some of it I knew. Some of it was great for me. But here's what was cool. 16 weeks of experts giving information do you know how many people in my company I got on different pieces of that that were able to learn new stuff, especially new uh, skills, but more specifically about the channel in general? Because some of them do stuff, but don't they haven't been to shows. They haven't met MSPs. They don't understand except what I'm telling them possibly how MSPs think. 
So getting on and either hearing some of the same things or hearing new things, I think it really started to gel us as a company because of all the different people going, wait a second, what about this? Well, what about that? You know, all of a sudden, and why this and why that? So it was awesome. And the other thing that was great is, you know, for us, it really forced us to figure out how to put together what we were going to say about the company in a short period of time, right? Because you only had so much time. You had five minutes on stage. And if anybody knows me, I love being on stage. I have a blast. But I want 45 minutes. I don't want five, right? It was very hard for someone like me to take everything down to five minutes. But I think that was an amazing skill to learn because you have to learn what are the most critical things to say? What are the most critical things to convey to people? So overall, it was a great experience. It really gelled our company as a whole because we were all working towards the same goal, which is how do we win this thing? How do we, but secondarily, which was the best part, even if you don't win, how do you become better, right? How do you become better at what you're doing? How do you gain exposure, right? The exposure is priceless. Look, I'm with you guys today. Um, you know, the, the amount of people you meet and the amount of people that know about you, that's priceless as well. So overall, if you're a vendor and you fit the criteria, I, I'd say if you don't at least apply, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. And I'll just go on record again saying we were robbed. <laughs> fantastic job. I, I think we presented very well and I think we were robbed, but I am very happy for Thread. But, you know, I just wanted to go out there and say, you know. Matthew, this is David again. You said being robbed. I love that. And this is the thing that I think you have to look at when you're a speaker. Your mindset needs to be when I get on that stage, I am the absolute best speaker for the moment, for that scenario. That is the mindset you have to have. I've told clients before, I've been on stages before, and I said, look, I may not require, or actually I would love to, but I don't have a million-dollar retainer policy like a Tony Robbins or a Les Brown, but you brought me in for a reason, and that's the mindset you need to have, and I'm glad that you have that mindset. I'm glad that you expected to win. That's the way that every single organization needs to be when they go on that stage that's incredible. I, I want to ask you about what's happened since that competition. You talk about exposure. Uh, we, obviously, we were going to get you on one time. Sooner or later, you would have been on this program. But besides exposure, what has this done for Nodeware? What has this done for you? Has it just helped to strengthen perhaps some strategic partnerships that you're going after? What's happened since the pitch of competition? And, and, and just maybe give us a sense of what you see happening in 2024. So we've added 50 MSPs that I can directly relate to being as part of the pitch it competition. We've also added three very strategic, amazing partnerships that we believe we can directly relate to the pitch it competition. Uh, one of them was announced recently, so I can talk about it. And that was with Control Map. We're also been working and it was announced with Acronis. So some very strategic partnerships. We had already met VCIO Toolbox, who was one of the competitors, but you know that helped strengthen that relationship. Uh, we're integrated now with Security Studio. So I think overall, what it's done is it's validated who we are in the channel. Because as I told them when I came on, look, here's the reality. Someone may come and talk to us because I've been around for it, right? That's what I believe. People will come to the table. Doesn't mean they're gonna buy. Doesn't mean the product is validated. Doesn't mean people get the vision. I think after everything with PitchUp, it's been amazing. People get the vision. People are excited. The first time during PitchUp, I had someone come and say, hey, I need to talk to you because so-and-so said, if I don't talk to you, I'm being silly. I said, oh, that's great and whatever. And then I went behind the booth and I did backflips and I screamed a little bit silently and I, because that's what you want, right? That's that's when you know you've done the things you needed to do. Now, we've added about 300 MSPs this year, which was fantastic growth. It far exceeded what I hoped we would do. And in 2024, we're expecting to grow by the same, if not more. I mean, just because of the fact that we now have the momentum moving. For instance, thanks to Pitch It, I believe at least, our amount of web inquiries have gone up by almost 70%. 
And that's just web inquiries having nothing to do with going out at shows and, and being on podcasts directly and stuff like that. So we're going to continue to expand on that. We're adding some new features coming up. Again, we're staying with what we do, vulnerability scanning, but we're adding features to make that product better uh, and add some things that MSPs have been asking for. So I'm really excited about 2024. I think it's absolutely going to be fantastic. Right now, we're also talking to some people about investment. Um, you know, we started to go out looking and we've had some people approach us as well because we want to keep in hyper growth. And I think that given the right situation, that we could literally double in size in 2024 at least. So totally excited about it. Can't wait to get back out there again. Can't wait to hit the show circuit again, meet some more new MSPs. We're also thinking about putting together a new series. We'll see what happens. I don't know if you guys ever heard uh, me do my Dear Diary presentation. So it goes back to Channel Pro sometime earlier in the year. I didn't know I was speaking. Nobody told me. So somebody comes up to me five minutes before and goes, hey, by the way, your two-minute presentation is whatever, five minutes from now. I went, you got to be kidding me. Not that this probably never happened to all of us, but still. So I was like, crap, what do I say in two minutes? Because you know as well as I do, if you talk about the product, you're never going to remember. And nobody wants to sit there and hear a product. So I was like, got it. So I wrote a diary entry. And it was Dear Diary. And interspersed between completely insane comments like, Hey, wait, did I brush my teeth? Okay. Anyway, I talked about the product and the usefulness to MSPs, tried to make it as funny as possible. Uh, I'll give you the end line, which got a, a huge round of applause, which was, okay, so yeah, that's what I think I'll talk about tomorrow, Channel Pro. I got a pee and I walked off stage. I had so many people afterwards ask me if I was going to do another one of those. So I did another one of those uh, in Australia at a show called SMBIT. I had so many people come up afterwards and go, that was the ballsiest thing, I guess in Australia it was, that I've ever seen anyone do. It was awesome. And this isn't a pat on the back for me. This is a pat on the back for evidently the methodology works and the way I'm going about it seems to work. So we're thinking about doing a Dear Diary series where not only will I do it, but I'm thinking about getting others involved. Like having you guys, here's the format, having like you guys come on and do a one minute Dear Diary. Having MSPs come on and do Dear, other vendors come on and do a Dear Diary. You know, because there's a format to it. You have to be silly. You can't just talk about product, right? But I think it's a neat way to get points across, like we talked about stories that people actually like watching, they look forward to, and they think are funny. But I got news for you. It drove at least, what'd they tell me? Probably 20 people came to the booth saying, I saw it, okay, I gotta know more. We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. 
If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. You all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step by step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. This is Danny. And what I'm going to tell the audience today is that it's okay to make fun of yourself. It's okay to talk about something that's relevant. And all this is important because you want to get your audience to lean in. And when you have two minutes or less, uh, the fact that Matthew was able to come out and say something and go, I got to go pee. That's hilarious. It got the audience in. It got them endeared to him. They made him laugh. They said, hey, he's vulnerable. We like that. He, and, and it's entertaining. It's not the same thing. And I want you to understand that as you're speaking to your client, Look at that as a public speaking opportunity with your client. And it doesn't have to be on a stage. You're sitting down one-on-one with your client, a potential client. You want to be vulnerable. And what that means is that you're dropping your guard. And when you drop your guard a little bit, it allows them to connect with you more easily. But when you're so up and high with all the shields going on, it's hard for that client to be vulnerable with you. So look at it as an opportunity to look at that example and bridge that gap. And I appreciate that. Sometimes one minute pitch, two minute pitch, 30 minute pitch. Yeah, and one of the pitch, things that I was awesome. and that I'll say from a sales standpoint is guys, they're not a prospect, they're a person. I created something years ago. Uh, I was at CompUSA years and years ago. And they were, you know, I had the corporate sales department. And one of the things I created was humanistic selling. It was about 45 minutes. I ended up getting to go all over the Southeast and do it. But the essence was they're a person not a prospect. What would get you to buy from someone? Get in your own head, right? Why would I buy something from you? It's probably the same reason they would buy something from you. So think about what would get you motivated. Think about the things you would want to be told or how you would want to be treated and then apply that to them. I think too many people get stuck in their head about this is a prospect. This is a potential club. No, they're not. They're another human being. They have some problems. You just happen to have the skill sets that you might be able to help them solve those problems. That's it. It's as simple as that. This is Danny again, and I, and I appreciate that. Everybody is, at the end of the day, lights go out, you're home, they go to bed, they put on their socks, their shoes in the morning, they brush their teeth. They're just like you. And a lot of times we look at a title or we may look at an individual and get overwhelmed or feel inferior. But at the end of the day, they're a person. So treat each person the way you want to be treated. Have a conversation with somebody the way you want to have a conversation. And be honest with yourself. How do you do when someone calls you? And so if you don't like it because of the way it's delivered or maybe it's the wrong time of the day, whatever it may be, think about your potential prospect may also be going through that. Maybe they had a, a kid that's about to come home from finals and they're so excited. They don't want to even talk to anybody, no sales rep, or maybe they have something tragic happen. There's a lot of things that's going on, but if you treat it as a individual, it's always going to help. What I would tell people today is that we are in a realm and an age today where everybody is vulnerable. 
every organization, it doesn't matter your size, it doesn't matter if you're tall or small, the majority of cybersecurity incidents happen now to small businesses, not to enterprises anymore. And if you're an accounting firm, for example, you need to be penetration, uh, you need to have penetration testing twice a year to be able to stay compliant, to be with the new law that's coming out. So every organization, it doesn't matter what your size, you are in a position where you have the potential to be hacked. And what better tool to use than a product that can run and be invisible, continuous in your environment to be able to understand what's happening at risk, to be able to get the latest and greatest things that are happening around the world happen within your environment. You can see within 24 hours, not waiting till the end of the end of the month or 30, 60, 90 days later when you discover it. Why not have a tool that you can put in your environment that doesn't hog up your environment? I know that I personally hate back in the day when I installed some type of antivirus tool, and I can tell you what it is, that hogged up my whole machine to where I can't even work, I have to turn it off because that's how intrusive it is. Imagine your small business running a, in a, a tool that nobody in your organization knows it's running in the background, always protecting you. So nowhere has this phrase, and I love it, always on, always aware, nowhere, which is fantastic. So to find out more about Matthew, go to linkedin.com slash I-N-M-K-K-O-E-N-I-G. And to know more about his company, go to nodeware, N-O-D-E-Ware.com to find out more. And I want to encourage your audience today, go speak, go talk. Any chance someone gives you to get on the stage, you do it. Because as Matthew said, which was amazing, that from the pitch competition, he formed three strategic partnerships. These are global organizations. Closed 35 new partnerships with MSPs, and next year will double. That's the goal for his organization, to double next year. Why? Because he opened his mouth. Why? Because he was able to stand up and deliver who he is as an individual. Why? Because he was vulnerable. He says, I got to go pee after a quick one-minute pitch. Why? Because he went and put his, his company up amongst a whole bunch of competitors in a competition to finish in the top three. And I want to encourage you today, if you're listening, open your mouth. Give yourself a chance to go and say hi. Go talk about who you are. Go meet people because that networking is really the key for hyper growth. It's not about your product. I'm sorry. We hope your product has no bugs in it, but it is about you developing the right relationships and being there at the right time. And when the opportunity comes, you too can be in the same shoes that Matthew is in where he can say confidently in 2024, I have a goal that our organization will double. Matthew, thank you for joining us on the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast today. David and I are so happy to have you on, to be able to have multiple conversations with you over the years and to be able to see your continuous growth within the channels, but your passion to help MSPs to succeed and grow. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And one thing I'm going to offer up, if anybody listens to this, I will offer up 15 minutes of free consulting. If you want to get in touch with me, get in touch with me. Happy to talk about, as an MSP, anything you want to talk about. So if I can help you in any way, no sales pitch, nothing having to do with Nodeware, get in touch. Happy to set up a time. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe download and share this program learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program follow us on linkedin and other social media platforms be sure to also give our other program twins talk it up a listen as well we will see you next time in the next episode of twins talk tech leadership